to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Alexa, and this is Ambrosia. Hello, everybody. How are you guys today? Well, it's Friday, and that's a good thing. It is, and I hope you are all well. I hope everybody has had a great week, and you're going into the weekend with a great weekend. (laughs) This week has absolutely flown by. I don't even know how it's Friday right now, but it's cool with me. Totally cool with me. By the way, I have no joke been in the same outfit for since last weekend. Like, I'm not even kidding you. Perks of working from home, people. Perks of working from home. Let me tell you. It's also just oh. winter. It's also just like winter time. It's like starting to get cold here. And there's something that happens. I don't know about you guys, but there's something that happens to me when it's winter time where it's like I just wear like a t-shirt, like a hoodie, like another hoodie on sweatpants. And then I just – that's my outfit. Like I just can't bother to actually wear real clothes in the winter personally. So Every now and then I have to go somewhere where I have to wear like real clothes, meaning jeans. That's about yeah. <laughs> as real clothes as I get. But normally I wear like fun leggings. I don't know if you guys can see it. Oh, Or like sweatpants. Yeah. Or like sweatpants or something. I don't wear real clothes very often. Yeah. If I can help it. Yeah. I'm constantly thinking – I'm like constantly saying like I need more clothes. And I'm like, why do you need more clothes? You don't wear clothes. <laughs> you literally wear yoga pants. What, what do you need? You need new – I have like 10 yoga pants. And I'm like, well, the I see these yoga pants all the time. I need new yoga pants for me because I'm the only person that sees me during the day besides the dog. I need you. I need new workout pants, which are like yoga pants, but – well, yeah. I want the ones, you know, the ones, have you seen these on Instagram? They have a drawstring in the crack. Not even joking. They have a drawstring That's, in the crack. It's a scratch. And it butt. makes your, yeah. It's and it makes your butt though. look better. It's just a scrunchie. It's just like that elastic band. Yeah. And I want them. You should get them. What's stopping yeah. you, girl? Uh, you know what? To be honest, I don't know what it is. Sometimes I have a hard time spending money on me. Really? But you like to spend money on, like, the fridge and stuff. I know. I know. Isn't that crazy? I can drop, like, two grand on a fridge, but, like, 20 bucks for yoga pants, and I'm like, hold on here. (laughs) I don't know about this. Is it really going to make my butt look good? (laughs) I think you should get them. But you know what? The other thing is I like to try clothes on, like, in person. But that's the cool thing about Amazon's. Like, you can order scrunchy butt sweatpants and try them on. And if you don't like them, you just send them right back. Mm. Are they on Amazon? I thought they were on Instagram. Oh, everything's on Amazon. Anything you see on Instagram is on Amazon, I promise you. Mm. That's a good call. 
You know what? That should be the term. Scrunchy butt sweatpants. I like them. I think, yeah, I think that might be what they're called. Um, I'm going to Google it. Yeah, Google it. Um, so what are we talking about today, Ambrosia? Oh, full government name. We are talking about... <laughs> We are talking about uh, family, family triggers. I felt like it was appropriate because of, well, not only my stuff, but also because of, you know, Thanksgiving coming up and people seeing their families. And I know that sometimes that can trigger all of us or not even seeing your family, just talking to your family on the phone sometimes can be triggering. So I thought it would be appropriate to talk about it today. Yeah. Have you been triggered? Um, yes. Yes, I have been. That, I keep spilling my water. It's gross. Um, yeah. But I think what's really important is how to help you move out of being triggered. Like what to do when you're triggered, right? So what I'm going to do today is I am going to write my family members a letter and then burn it. It's a great strategy. I love it doing is. That. Yeah, I, we were. Um, I was in a meeting last night, really cool meeting, and this chick that led it was like giving that option, and I thought, oh my god, what a great idea! <laughs> it was Alexa, everybody. Yeah. In case you didn't get that joke. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, it was a really awesome. Um, it's a really awesome. Jo- yeah, last night in our coaching program, um, our Lioness Leadership Coaching Program, we were focusing on emotional hygiene. And I put together a very cool PowerPoint, my first one. I'm very, I'm so proud of myself. I've never used Keynote in my life. And I was like, oh, this is why people love doing this. Um, and uh, yeah, I put together a presentation on emotional hygiene and why it's super important to process your emotions and actually showed how emotions flow through the body and what happens when you don't process an emotion. And, you know, uh, I think I was even talking about this yesterday on an episode, but it's very much like a uh, like a wire, like the connection has been interrupted and now your body can't actually operate at its full capacity because um, it the connection is broken because of this emotion that your body's holding on to. Um, and so I was going through like a lot of the ways that most of us will uh, avoid feeling our feelings. And then I went into the ways that are really healthy for us to actually process our feelings. And one of those, I mean, and I think many people listening and watching this will agree, writing is very, very powerful, whether you're journaling mm-hmm. every day, which is something that I've been doing recently <laughs> which I'm really impressed with myself about because like I've tried to consistently journal in the past and it just has not worked out. And for some reason the past week, it's like I'm compelled to just like write and it's just really feels really therapeutic for me. But then also I was sharing about, you know, when you have something to say to someone, especially family members, this is a really good um, example. A lot of the time, you know, when it's family, you probably have a lot of history. You each probably yeah. have a lot of triggers. It can mm-hmm. you you probably have a lot of experiences where you've gone into the conversation with the intention to communicate, and then um, you know, it's it hasn't worked out, or you know, you've both screamed at each other. You've walked away with it kind of getting worse and blowing up. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've been there. 
<laughs> so a really awesome, healthy thing to do is to write them a letter as if you're going to send it to them, as if you're going to like hand deliver this letter or you're going to send it in the mail and you really get out like everything you want to say to them, like even if it's anger, even if it's things that are really like hard to say, you write it all out and then when you're done and you feel like you've said everything you wanted to say to them, you burn the letter you release it back into the ether. Um, and, you know, that's a really beautiful way to, like, essentially act as if you have had the conversation because as you're writing the letter, you're you're feeling as if you're having the conversation. You're intending that they receive this. And I think on an energetic level, like, if that's your intention, they will. It will almost be like you had had the conversation in certain aspects. Um I also did this this morning just talking out loud. I had like a pretend conversation uh, with someone out loud to myself and I just talked and it was like I heard them talking back and I and I kept talking and it was really therapeutic because I said a lot of things that I've been holding in um, mm. and it felt like we had the conversation. So that's another one. I used to do that a lot on my way to work, on my drive to work, but it was more, it wasn't really talking. It was more like yelling at people. That's like, cool, if too. I, if I had the nerve, this is what I would say to you. You know what I mean? But then, like, which is good. You have empathy for others, and I don't want to hurt people's feelings. So I don't say those things always. Sometimes I do, but because I'm human. But, yeah, talking out loud, I used to love to do that in the car um, when I had, like, a long drive or something like that. But luckily, I work from home now, thank God. So I am going to write it out today. So if you want to try this exercise with us, let us know. You don't have to give us a story or if you're not comfortable or anything like that, but just let us know how you felt. Um, I love the idea of burning it because it's so uh, therapeutic. I really like burning things too. Side note, weird fact about me. Um, but also I think it's so funny. Um, <laughs> Because I sometimes I get this image of me like just being a normal mom and making dinner and stuff. And then I like smudge the house. And, <laughs> and my husband's like, why are you smudging the house? And I'm like, oh, because we accidentally talked to Luther. So I'm just, you know. Luther? And no, not Luther. Oh, God, help me. Lucifer. Lucifer. Um, some guy named Luther. You got to watch out for those Luther. <laughs> he goes by Luther to his close friends. <laughs> we're, we're real tight now. So anyway, so my husband is just kind of like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is this life? So it's just really funny sometimes. So I just imagine me like making dinner, writing my note, sitting down, and then the kids watching this burn. The kids are like, what are you doing? Just releasing my emotions into the ethers. Oh, can we do it too? Sure. Why not? Let's all do it. So but yeah, isn't that the dream? Like, isn't that the hope? Yeah. Yeah. It's just so funny to me that like this is the norm. You know what I mean? But that's that's why it's even more – that's why it's so important to do stuff like that and be the example, especially if you do have children. Like, be an example for them of, like, how to process your emotions instead of bottling it up. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what Definitely. I was taught to do. I was taught to bottle it up because that's what I saw my parents do. Yeah. And so now it's like I'm realizing, oh, wow, it's going to be really important when I have children 
to do these processes like out loud and in front of them so they learn, oh, this is what's normal. Normal is, you know, using these strategies or having authentic and uncomfortable conversations sometimes or going outside and screaming, whatever it is, you know, or dancing, singing. I mean, there's so many ways to process your emotions, but – but I think that's really awesome that, like, your kids see you do that and that they're like, oh, cool. Like, I, can I do that too, you know? Yeah. I think – well, they probably just want to be a part of the burning aspect, but that's okay. <laughs> I I feel like it's really important to show kids um, – to show people in general, not just children, but to show people in general the shit that you're going through but also the happy times. I've noticed that in my in my own life, I will complain about the stuff going wrong. And then if things are going right, I'm quiet. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm not celebrating the good. I'm just complaining about the bad. So that's something I've noticed and I've really tried very hard to change. Um, I feel like about you myself. do celebrate the good though. Well, thank you. I'm you working on it. You get happy on certain days and you, like, you'll tell me. The second I – you call me, you'll be like, I'm having the best day today. And you'll, yeah, it, it like Thank radiates you. out of you. I don't think that you don't. It's like, but it's a work in progress. You know what I mean? Because I haven't, I haven't always been like that. So it's, it's knowing like, I feel like for me, I can't speak for anybody else, but for me, I feel like it's knowing okay, I know I'm having a tough time right now, but I know it'll pass. Um, I want to talk about it and process it, not to the point of exhaustion, but then because that's how I I process emotion is by talking. That's why I love the example that you gave. Um, I haven't tried writing, so that's why I'm going to do it this time. But I also think it's really important to talk about the the good stuff. You know, those people that call you and you kind of you're like, oh shit, when you see them call you because you know it's going to be. They're going to be complaining about something. Oh, yeah. I don't have a lot of those people in my life anymore, but I used to have a lot of them where I'm like, do I want to answer this phone call right now? Because you know <laughs> it's only going to be to to vent, right? But that's that's all they do. So, Yeah. Are you saying you don't want to be one of those people? I used to be one of those people. Oh, before, oh my God. Before I knew you. Yeah, oh I was God, definitely one of those people. I've been those people to people. <laughs> Me too. That was what actually I think gave me a feeling of importance. Like right. it made me feel like – I think back – oh my god. I think back on like college when I was so – I had no self-awareness at all. I would – I literally thought that other people wanted to hear every dramatic thing that ever happened to me and all of it was also me making it into a drama. So like these right. things weren't even that dramatic, but I was making it super dramatic. And I would go over to my friend's houses and I remember my my couple friend, Allison and Jules, um, and I would go over there and they'd be like, so what's up, Lex? And I'd be like, okay, when's the last time I saw you? Two weeks ago? All right, let me start at the beginning. Well, the first thing that happened to me, and I would just go I would go on for hours and I remember now looking back and I remember their faces of like, okay, like, oh my God, like how doesn't she know that like we don't want to hear this shit, right? But in the moment, I was so like, oh, this is entertaining for them. Like this is what they like. Like we love to laugh at Lex. Like that's, I don't know. I just, it's so funny to think of that version of myself because it's like I was so 
unaware of myself, but at the same time, I can look back and like see their faces and go like, oh, wait, no, you were aware on some level. There was some awareness of like that something was like off. And I don't know, it's just crazy how we can be such different versions of ourselves and like be so aligned with different things, you know, through the years. It's really wild. I think that's really like tying it back to the the subject matter. I think that's really important because when you are at a family function or when you're with people that are not self-aware, I don't like the, using the term like awakened or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, it, it implies like I'm better than you. I mm-hmm. To me, I could be wrong. No, but, I feel that way too. So, um, but when you are dealing with people that are not self-aware like that, it telling them about themselves, you know, is so inconsequential and it's only going to start a fight Mm -hmm. because what are you doing exactly? You're creating that drama in hopes that they'll change, but they don't need to change, you know, so you don't spend as much time around them. But it's really about having, in my opinion, it's about having empathy for them that they don't even realize what they're doing. And you can't change something that you don't realize is a problem. Totally. Yeah, actually, it's been a huge theme the past. Um, you know, that reminds me of like something that's been a huge theme coming up in my life and in actually both of our lives, like in some of our Patreon's lives and coaching program clients' lives and just right. a lot of people we're interacting with is this idea that <clears> – <throat> And in my case, something that's been going on, I've also been triggered by a family member recently. Um, And, you know, it's been this really big, painful thing of like, this person is acting in a way that is making it so difficult for me to love them and have the relationship that I had with them, right? Like, I can't rely on them in the same way anymore. I can't depend on them. Like, how am I supposed to have this relationship? And what I've started to realize is, like, I'm not – that's the whole point is that, like, our relationship is changing. And even – and on – in one aspect, that's sad, right? That feels sad. That feels like a loss to me. But when I had this realization, which has only been in the past like 48 hours, that like, oh, the pain of this and the the part that's so hard for you is really about like mourning the loss of this old version of this relationship because it's, Mm. it's evolving into something new now. And if you could just kind of accept that and embrace that, that you're at a different level of closeness now and it and that's okay because people are evolving and situations are changing. Yeah. Holding on to the past version, that's the pain, that's a painful part. And I think that I a lot of us are being shown right now and especially with family members, right? That like the way that things were, they're changing. They're morphing into something new. And the more we try to hold on to that old, the more painful it is because we're not the same anymore. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We're not. I think oftentimes this happens with family members too because it's like family. It feels like a constant, right? Yeah. It's the one constant and like stable thing in your life. But really like those relationships are going to change too. And we have to be able to move with them, you know, and evolve with them and let go to a certain you know, to degree and allow things to be in the right place. Yeah. We, I, and I, I completely agree with what you're saying. We also need to have enough self-awareness in our, in our own lives to know that if they say something hurtful or if they don't approve of something going on in your life, that 
if it makes you happy and it's truly in alignment with you, then if it's not coming from a place of, and sometimes it can be, sometimes it's coming from a place of like, I'm really concerned that you're turning into someone that's not a nice person, but it's really doing that gut check of like, well, thank you so much for reflecting that. I don't agree with you. And like to be aware of the fact that the people closest to you, I did a Facebook Live about this, I forget, like several months ago. I think it was, yeah, I did a Facebook Live like a couple months ago and it was about coaches and why coaching is so important. And one of the big points of that Facebook Live was about how you really, when you're making big changes in your life, like you need someone who's not... Um, who's going to be objective and not biased about you. And oftentimes we're like, well, I don't need a coach. I don't need to hire anyone. I don't need any – I don't need that because I have my friends and I have my family. And it's like – but what you're not realizing a lot of the time is that those people are like the last people you want to rely on to support you in making a giant change because they don't want you to change. Not because they're malicious or they're sitting there going like, I'm going to destroy like Ambrosia's (laughs) trajectory of changing. They're not doing that. (laughs) Yeah, they just literally, they don't want you to change because that's scary to them. They want you to stay the same. So it's like anytime they see you start to gain some power or whatever, in, in a lot of cases, on like a subconscious level, they will try to sabotage that. They will try to say, you don't really want to do that. Like, you don't really want to move across the country. You don't really want to like change your whole career. That's not really, you know, like they're going to basically try to talk you out of that. And it's because it it might feel like they're being abandoned. It might feel unsafe to them. And so you really have to keep that in mind when your family (laughs) is telling you things about yourself. Um, You know, Because it's like, where do they fit in in that puzzle now? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like like you kind of have to take into account like why would they be saying what they're saying and realize they probably have their own insecurities and their own fears about – things shifting because even just as humans like we're we don't like change like because it feels mm-hmm. uncertain it doesn't we don't know what that will mean you know what i mean yeah i mean um, even you and i when you when i've seen you grow part of me mm-hmm. has been like whoa 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 what are you doing <laughs> um yeah. bring it back bring it back yeah. because and then i do a gut check and i find myself saying things like, well, it's okay if she doesn't want to be your friend anymore, blah, 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 blah. And then I go, what the fuck are you saying? Like, she's not going to not be my friend because she's growing. Like, calm down. Like, that's old programming. It's okay. It has nothing to do with you. So I think noticing those patterns coming up. But I have found myself, like, um, with friendships and things like that, be like, whoa, whoa, you're growing too fast. Please don't do that. Yeah, because then it also reminds you of your own growth and what you're doing. And if you are if you know that you should be doing things and you're not doing things, then it'll point that out to you and be like, oh, shit, well, like, I should, you mm-hmm. know, I need to be doing this, but I don't want to because I'm scared. And it puts you in a really uncomfortable position. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I also do think that that's why people like you and I come into each other's lives because it's like, all right, you better come on. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. <laughs> and we do – and you and I, like with this example yeah. in particular, it's it's like this all the time. It's like one yeah. person. <laughs> it uh-huh. just switches all the time. Um, Tammy said, we used to pr- prioritize drama and negativity, me anyway. And, and she also says that. And because they can't always understand the mindset of wanting to change. Totally. Oh yeah. my god, my my partner 
he's like the stable dude. He loves to be stable. Like he he loves things in their place where they are. He loves to know where everything is. You know what I mean? Like, and that's his personality. It's not to say he hasn't evolved. Like he's evolved a lot throughout our relationship, but he doesn't like to, he doesn't like when a lot of things are shifting around him. He likes to like, he's been at the same job for 10 years and he likes that. You know what I mean? And to me, that sounds like hell. Exactly. Yeah. I like, I need a lot of variation all the time personally. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Justine. Justine, you and I were just talking about this yesterday. Justine, how are you? <laughs> um, yeah, if you guys are watching and you have any, uh, you know, family issues or anxieties about, you know, connecting with your family coming up, um, you know, let us know. This would be a good time to talk about it. And Yay. and a really good um, tool to have as you're, you know, about to reconnect with your family, it in addition to writing, journaling, doing the exercises we said in the beginning with the letter or having the conversation out loud when they're not there, yeah. um, tapping is a really good tool to just know that you have with you as you're going into situations that are going to trigger you. And by that, I mean like even just being able to tap on your chest or yeah. tap on like you could tap on the inside of your wrist. This is the heart uh, meridian right here. Um, oh, I didn't know that. That's a heart meridian, huh? Yeah. This Good is a heart know. meridian. So if know. if you tap right here, let's say you're at a dinner table or something, like I just imagine Thanksgiving dinner and people are getting triggered all over the place. By their <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> but you could, you know, put your wrist under the table and just tap and breathe because what that's going to do is it's going to relax your nervous system. So, mm. you know, when we do like an in-depth tapping session, we're actually doing like talk therapy with it and we're really like drilling in on the issue. But you can also just use general tapping, just tapping on one of the meridians, either like your chest is a good one, or like I said, your wrist under the table or discreetly. Um, Because if you can do that for even like five minutes, even like two minutes, but like five minutes while you're breathing and just sitting there, that will really start to relax your nervous system and it will, you know, take the edge off of things so that you can more calmly like think and receive and maybe it'll be a little bit easier for people's comments to bounce off of you instead of you like reacting. Yeah. Uh, Justine says, I can't stay away. Love listening to you ladies. Awesome topics. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, girl. Thanks, we, Justine. We need to bring you back on here, Justine, because people, we I we've got so many responses to your feng shui episode. Like, oh so my many. gosh, I told Justine I was so nervous about having her at my house yesterday. Like, yeah. so freaking nervous, and she laughed at me. <laughs> but it was honestly like that video you sent me today. Yeah, and the video that I sent back to you. It was honestly like clean the house, like nobody lives here. Yeah, like you cannot. <laughs> We cannot let her know that we sit, move the couches. But no, she's like totally cool. She's totally fun. Isn't that interesting? Like your house feels so invasive. Like when people come in, it's like, like I have a, we're going to be traveling for the next two weeks. So I hired a dog walker for my dog because my my boyfriend works like kind of long hours. And um and she's coming by right after this. And I'm like, oh my God, what's she going to think? She's going to look yeah. at this. What's she going to think? And it's like. She probably doesn't think anything. I mean, Justine would probably think things just because that's how her mind works. But like, I don't know. <laughs> it just feels like someone's looking at yeah. how you live. Like your, ha- they'll see your yeah. habits. They'll see like your mess, 
And that's scary. Imagine how I'm going to feel on the 21st when everybody's going to be in my house. Why is everybody going to be at your Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am already panicked about it. I'm already like, but in that situation, move the couches. <laughs> in that situation, it's kind of like the way it is, the better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's getting professionally clean. So oh, okay. that's how – that's the way it'll be. So. Got it. But I'm excited that you're going to be here. I'm Me so too. excited again. I'm excited okay. too. I'm excited. I'm actually really mostly excited. Well, I'm excited for all the things we're going to do. So Ambrosia and I are shooting a TV show um, that we pitched to a production company that I've worked with before that I love. They're super awesome. But we came up with an idea and we pitched it and now we're going to shoot it, which is nerve wracking but exciting. And we're shooting it in Virginia Virginia Beach. Um, But I'm honestly most excited about like my drive up there. Yeah, I, I have been feeling the need to get behind the wheel like and I don't have a car here anymore and I like I can drive my boyfriend's car but I mean it's the weekends and like I never really have to um, yeah. and I don't know I just really am like excited about my drive. It's like a really nice drive too. take the eastern shore down. It's really okay. pretty. It's okay. really pretty. Yeah. There's okay. something therapeutic about drive. Because you're on the shore so you can just like See smell the water. the water. Yeah. It's really pretty. Yeah. I remember That's my when- favorite part of going up to Philly actually is the drive. Awesome. And seeing you. But. <laughs> Don't lie to me. Uh, <laughs> Justine said, Ambie, your home is beautiful. There you go. Thank you, From Justine. a professional. Thank you, girl. No, she was really cool about it. She didn't make me feel bad. She didn't even say anything. She was just like, oh, like all nice things. So it was really cool. So if you ever have Justine in your house to do feng shui, she's very professional. Good. Uh, Carrie says, wow. I'm assuming that's to the TV show um, comment. Yeah, um, it's going to be – it's really funny because like, um, yeah – it's going to be cool to, I think, like, they're going to film Ambie's family, which will be fun. <laughs> yep. Everybody's Very. getting haircuts this weekend, actually. Oh, okay. Everybody's so preparing for it. Cool, Everybody's cool. preparing for it. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, it's going to be really – I'm really excited to see how it turns out. Um, but, yeah. Anything else about family? Um, about family. Can you give us um, – so we did tapping. We did writing the letter. Um, is there another – it's talking out loud to yourself. Is there another toolkit that or another tool that you have in your tool belt of how to handle in preparation for dealing with family members or being around family that you – some you know, it's hard to be around sometimes because past gets brought up and blah, yeah. blah, blah. I think one of the most powerful things that you can do is – so you can combine this with tapping, but like uh, to do a visualization. And so what I like to do is when I'm nervous about a situation because I'm like, oh, it's going to go that same way that it always goes or they're going to yeah. say something or I'm going to be uncomfortable. I think one of the best things you can do is sit down like you're going to sit in meditation, close your eyes – and tap your chest, tap with both hands if you can. So we're gonna incorporate tapping into this. And take a deep breath. Breathing is a big part of tapping and doing this work, by the way, because you're really like detoxifying your energy and your being, you're letting things out, you're taking new air in, new energy in. Um, And then it's very simple. You visualize the situation that you're going to be in, the one that you, th- you know, the one you're like, oh no, this is going to happen and this is going to happen. 
And then you switch. You switch your brain. You go, well, what do I what would what do I want to happen? Like Ooh. how would it what 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 scenario do I want to happen? And then you you visualize that whole thing. You you see yourself arriving at the house. You see, you know, for example, if you would arrive at the house and someone would open the door and it would kind of be this awkward hello or something like that, you inv- you say, well, how would I want to feel when I go to the house? Mm. And so, for example, you could visualize them opening the door and be like, I'm so excited to see you and giving you a huge hug and feeling that, like watch it happen in your mind, feel what it would feel like to be embraced, you know? And then go through the night, like go, go sit down at the table in your head and and instead of going, oh no, like they're going to bring up this thing I did when I was younger, think of well, what conversation would I like to have at the table? What would, what would it feel like to like feel good at the table with them? What, 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 would it, what would it feel good to talk about with them and see yourself having that conversation and feeling really engaged and laughing and like see it in your head? And the reason that this is so powerful is because essentially so much of the time we're practicing what we yeah. what, what we don't want to happen. We're we're literally rehearsing that in our head all the time. We're, and then it becomes stuck. It feels like that's the only way that our brain can think and that's the only way that our that that it could possibly play out. But yeah. as you do this exercise and you really see it, you start to realize and carve new pathways for your brain. Um, to think new thoughts and realize, no, that's not the only way it could go. It could actually go any way I want it to go. Mm-hmm. And if I practice it going a way that I actually want it to go, then it's more likely to go that way. And I loosen up and I stop like, you know, clenching and protecting and trying to defend. And I actually start to open up and I'm able more to receive the way that I want it to go. Mm-hmm. It's like we're so used to just saying, you know, we, we it's like we don't even think that we are at all a part of a part of this, that we have any control of this, but you actually have a lot of um, you're an intricate piece of this puzzle. And if you can start asking yourself, how would I want it to go? That alone will start shifting things immediately. So I love that. Justine says, I love tapping. Courtney says, breathing, slow, deep breaths. Tammy says, I use Q technique, oh, a technique of trying to pull out my view of them and try to view them from the position of source, that they are just a human being, probably hurting somehow because hurt people hurt people. And I try to see them with objective compassion. It's been tremendously liberating from some prickly family members. That's very, that's a very good one, Tammy. Courtney also says, you can play on when people, family brings up your past, just embrace the reminder of where you've been and where you are now and that transformation. Yeah, definitely. I love the idea of like zooming out. Um, sometimes this is another technique. You can think, what, what is this higher person? What is this person's higher self? What does this mm. person's higher self want? Right? So even I love if that. that. Even if that person can't hear their higher self or they haven't been able to, you think like, well, this person does have a higher self, right? And you start to think about interacting with the higher self and realizing that all that higher self wants, that higher self just wants love. Like that higher self wants harmony. That higher self wants the things that you want, right? And so you Mm -hmm. can start to have more compassion and realize that, you know, that higher self is connected to that being, right? Yeah. I keep asking myself, are you acting from your higher self or your hurt self? Mm, I think I heard that's that. That's good. I never yeah. heard that. Oh, you never heard that? Maybe no. I made it up. 
I like that. You should Thank coin you. that. Are you acting? Uh, that's trademarked by Ambrosia Matthews. Are you acting from your higher self or your hurt self? I love that. That is good. That needs to be a Facebook post. Hurts. Maybe I'll make one. Yeah, you really should. Awesome. Um, well, yeah, hope hope any of those strategies help. If you guys, you know, try them out, then let us know if they work for you or if you experience any shift in your relationships or in your family. Um, Courtney says, that's awesome, Ambrosia. Yeah, that really is. Thanks. Um, <laughs> um, Ambi, do you have anything you want to share? Um, I, I feel like we still would like to see you in Southern California in December. If you are up for it. Woo, woo, woo. So excited. It's not a bad time to be in Southern California, guys. Think about it. Warm. I mean, if there are people, I've seen your post on Facebook, guys, and there's snow in several parts of the country even right now. God bless you all. Um, I'm so glad it's not going to be snowing next week when we go to Colorado, by the way. Um, what else? Alexa has a tapping circle this Saturday. I do. It's tomorrow. It's my first time back in a few months. Tomorrow is Saturday. Right? I'm telling you, this week just flew. It's really crazy. It really did. Um, yeah, so I have a tapping circle Saturday. I also um, do private tapping sessions, um, which you can book on my website is alexasooths.com. I'll put that in the show notes. Um, but yeah. Pretty awesome website too. It is. Um, I love doing, yeah, I love tapping in general. Um, it's it's cool because I've actually like kind of had to take a break in many ways from tapping because we've been so busy the past couple months and traveling and I haven't really had time to like know when I would be here so I could do a circle. So I do circles every month and I do private sessions virtually. So uh, if that's something that you want to explore, you can reach out to me privately, send me a little note or um, just book on my website. Um, also, I opened my coaching. Um, I'm doing like transformational coaching with people one-on-one and I just opened up two spots for that. So whether it's, you know, something you want to shift in your financial life or your relationships, or you want to build a business, whatever it is, um, coaching is an amazing way to do that, to hold you accountable and to, uh, push you forward towards the thing you want to create or the thing you keep saying you want to create, but you kind of like don't know how to get there. But you're stuck. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. And you only have two spots for that, right? Yep. Two spots. Not a lot of spots. Two spots only. Um, oh, no, Courtney. Oh, Courtney, you're in Colorado. She says, it's so cold here in Colorado. Oh, no, we're coming there for the first time in uh, a week, next week. Yeah. So Awesome. Good. Uh, yeah. That's excellent. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anything. Um, we need our Patreons. Um, oh, thank you. Yep, I'll vamp while you do that. Yeah. So um, I'm going to take on one coaching client in December. Um, So essentially how mine are set up privately with me is we would meet every other week. We go over specific things that you want to work on and we go over them intuitively and I give you homework. It's a little different than growing your gifts, which is when I teach classes on – somebody reached out actually about their child and I thought, "Hmm, why don't I teach children? Yeah, so I'm thinking about, so if you have children that are interested in, that are intuitive and interested in growing their abilities, reach out to me because I might be doing like a group session instead of just one-on-ones because I think kids would be more comfortable in a group, but I could be wrong. 
I love that. That is freaking awesome. That'd be so yeah. cool to have like kids and in intuitive classes. That's so I cool. I know. I could start my own um, Excalibur. What's that? Excalibur? No, not Excalibur. Uh, school for the Gifted. Never mind. It doesn't matter. <laughs> X Men. X Men school. X Men. <laughs> Excalibur. Um, yeah, you could. Totally. I wouldn't Maybe be surprised if those start to pop up. Um, okay. Let's thank our Patreons, Whitney Kanika, Tiffany Polito, Tammy Lip, Sheena Bowen, Sean Doe, Shannon McCoy, Sarah Meehan, Sammy Jean, Renee Hart, Priscilla Marquez, Peter's School of Irish Dance, Nicolette Pierce, Mimi of Netter, Maribel Muncy, Mandy Ford, Kasha Boshevich, Jamie McVan, Jamie Edwards, Jamie Purinton, Heather Kiefer, Grace, Evil Tattoo, Dana Phillips, Dana McFadden, Cheyenne Carroll, Charm City Foster Mama on Instagram, Kara Miranda, Bexboo, a million little changes.com, Alex Latiri, Alex Anderson, Adonica Haskell, and Nike. Thank you so much um, for supporting us. It's so cool to get to know all of you more intimately. Um, Courtney Fahey says, y'all are coming here? Question mark, exclamation point. Yes, we are. We're coming there for uh, our business coaches retreat. We are going to a retreat together um, Yay! in Denver. So, uh, and we'll be there one day before. We're going to explore Red Rocks a little bit in like that area because we've never been to Colorado. Yeah. Um, if you want to meet up with us, shoot yeah. us a private message and let us know because we are always up for that. We've done that when we went to Austin and yeah. things like that. Super Other fun. places. Yeah. Super so fun to meet know. in person. Uh, Gina, Gianna. Ooh, that's an interesting name. Gianna says, wow, that's a great idea for kids. What ages are you thinking? Oh, um, the person that reached out her her her, her person, her daughter her is person. twelve. It is her person. Her person is twelve. Um, I've had other parents ask me if I know anybody that does that, and they're eight. I would say I would be open to all ages as long as they can comprehend what's happening. Like a three-year-old, I don't know. I mean, I could probably give them tips. We could do like writing exercises and stuff, but it would be very different. It wouldn't be in a group. It would be more of like a one session type thing. Cool. Also, I want to tell you really quick um, uh, for the – for the um, patrons, instead of Bexby, we're going to say Radical Heart. And I'm just saying that now so that Radical Heart gets on there. Boom, boom. That's all. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. Well, we love you so much. Um, shoot us a note if you want to speak about any of the things we mentioned. And uh, otherwise, we will see you next episode. Until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.